You are now listening to another Nick and 30 exclusive powered by Venture Season Network. Nick's Tape, we here. What it is, what it do, folks. Y'all already know my name. Y'all know my slogan. But for those that are just now tapping in, she guy Dope the Phenom, a.k.a. Trippy OG, whichever you prefer. Another segment, fire episode for what? Nick and 30 pod. And I had to bring back again Nick's anonymous finest with my guy LJ, my guy Stevie, co-host of Past, Present, Future, What's good, y'all? What's good? What it good do? It? Good to be back, bro. In a minute, work has good been be back. killing me, bro. Women, I gotta be to work at twelve, then I gotta be to work at four, then I gotta be to work at six in the morning, then at ten. But I'm finally starting Tuesday. I get my set scheduled: two p.m. to ten thirty. Uh, Tuesday okay. through Saturday, y'all. Sunday. Okay, Monday, clap it up. Monday, clap it up to the for the working man. Clap it up. They've been killing me, man. But what's up with y'all? What y'all been up to, man? Before we go ahead and get into this episode, what y'all been doing, son? Oh man, I've been chilling, Pretty much man. working, trying to establish Nick's anonymous to make it official. That's a fact. That's definitely a fact. We've been watching this young Nick Core doing their. Doing their tank tang. I got I got I got a new Nick hat. It's red. Boom. That's a pink fact. For those that you know, you can't really see it, but yo, he got the red, the red top of the brim. You feel me? With the white and the red, the pink bottom brim. Mention a little snapback. Make sure y'all go cop out. Nick's got some gear, bro. Nick's got some gear. That's a big fact. And y'all yeah, still good looking, good looking. That's a fact. Y'all still drop new episodes every Monday, right? Every Monday, Nick's Anonymous. You can follow hey, us. It's actually, Stevie, that's your thing. Go ahead. Go ahead, Stevie. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Nick's Anonymous. Man, um, listen. Y'all need to, for next season, y'all better be on Twitter with me and Stevie, bro. It's mad Nick spaces we be in, bro. You got to tap in. Get on Twitter, bro. Get on Twitter. We going to turn up. Like, we got to transition together. Get on Twitter. So next, look, I'm going to say it for them. Next Nick's season, anonymous to the metaverse. You feel me? Nick's anonymous. <laughs> they gonna be on Twitter. You feel me? They're gonna be on Twitter with us. We're gonna be lit. Right. Don't sleep. You just right. <laughs> That's a fact. But y'all, let's let's get into this, y'all. How are we feeling? First, we're gonna start off with this. Let's go back to the magic game, right? My boy IQ had 20 with a triple double. Obi had 20. RJ had 20. Like, basically, they all scored somewhat in the 20s. Of yeah. course, you could add Alex Burks to the mix because he's been going on a tear lately since Randall's been sitting out. It's a dependable going crazy, man. So unfortunately, we know he won't be here next season. He, he will not. not. <laughs> he, will, he will not be here next year. No, sir. How did y'all feel about that? Like, how did y'all feel that that, that young core, that trio of IQ, Obi, and RJ, like, they're just now getting to mesh well. Like, how do you guys feel about that? Um, well, first things first, shout out to Quickly, because I believe that was his first triple double of like his NBA career. Um, I'm really glad 
that Thibodeau starting to like play these guys and you know people could say his hands are tied you know he's not doing it by choice he's pretty much forced to and you know what he has shown that because like that comes up with Grimes you know he didn't play him until someone got injured same Randall but whatever we're here um I really love that core man that young core the the ball the the most important thing for me is the ball is moving the ball never really stops in one place for too long everybody gets touches I still believe the urgency to find RJ should be the same as Randall but as a whole, I think they're doing very well. And I think Sims, out of everybody, I think Sims is like my my dark horse on this. Like he's actually been he's been showing the like very good improvement lately. He's bro. I didn't I didn't expect much from Sims, but he's bro. been showing out. Bro, Sims is really the epitome of how much you say you want, Mitchell? Nah, we ain't paying that. We good. <laughs> like we good. That's another story, man. Not Bro. Oh, we gonna we gonna chop into it, but yeah, let's go, Stevie. Let me see what you're talking about before we get into the whole Sims act, because that man is different. Good, man. Oh, I was actually gonna mention him, believe it or not. Um, I'm I like I like what I'm seeing with him, man. Like as raw as he started the season to see the progression he's made up to now. Pretty quick development. You got to shout out. You actually got to shout out the coaching staff for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to give them a shout out for that. Um, Sims looks poised. You got the face of a five-year-old, but the body of a bodybuilder, which is cool. He's at, he's <laughs> at Toy Story. He's at Toy Story character. Not <laughs> even on us Arnold Schwarzenegger back in kindergarten cop days. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As a matter of fact, to bring it back a little further, that game against Philly, even though we lost, um, MB tried to horse him down low. Was not happening. Was not happening. Oh, Still you're talking about the game where he was basically like, he was bitching Mitch. But Sims was like, yeah, he wasn't bitch, moving him at all. <laughs> he was like, I am bro. I'm, I'm strong down here. Yeah. Um, and a big shout out to, by the way, quickly as well. He's a big reason why the Knicks have been playing real well lately. Um, you know, give RJ his flowers too, because he's playing like a star. But quickly he's been a little more efficient than, than RJ, believe it or not, if you look at the numbers. Nah, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. But my big shout out is to Obi like. And especially Obi and the pressers just talking his ish. Like they asked him, like, how do you, how has your recent development been with your game? He was like, playing time, more reps. <laughs> like he letting it be known, like, you let me play, you give me the minutes, I can produce like this. I can't. He he basically said it long story short, like, how do you expect me to produce with 16 minutes? How do you expect me to produce where you got a guy that's in front of me, he's playing like 32 minutes and you're only trying to give me nine? How do you expect him nor me to get off if you're not giving us adequate minutes? So shout outs to Obi Toppin, man, because everybody knows, everybody knows I was not high on him. I was still on some, you know, you could trade him. I don't care. But look, he, he's won me over. He's won me over, man. Like shout out. Starting, he's starting to, he's starting to, if he could continue to hit that jump shot, I got no problem with Obi. He's Yo. looking pretty confident shooting that three. They think. You could tell that he's been working with IQ. You could tell he's been working with him because that little pull up he has, that little that little one dribble stop pop. That shit is clean, bro. I like the fact that he's he's showing everybody like when I'm in the post, like yo, bro, throw me the ball, I'm gonna get it. Like that's that's what the problem was. He had a lot of opportunities like that throughout games in this season where he would be locked in the post. 
either on a Mitch match or maybe I even felt like he couldn't get the ball. He's proven like, bro, you lob it up there. I'm going to get it. Like, I'm going to get it, bro. Ain't nobody stopping. He shows a sense of like domination almost. Like he, his, his urge to want to score is like, honestly, that tenacity that RJ has is starting to rub off on everybody else. Like if you, if you guys haven't noticed, like everybody's on pure attack mode. Like Grimes, he's a flamethrower. Quickly, wants to score. RJ wants to murder you. You know what I mean? Like that 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 ideology of going to the you know going to the paint hard as possible is starting to spread to the whole team not to name out any you know toxic people randall but you know <laughs> you know what i mean like it, it, these these are little things that you have to see you know what i mean like because when randall was on the floor if you know everybody's always arguing not a lot of people were arguing this last last these last couple of games to be honest not arguing crazy at that yeah, they, they haven't, man. But while we on the topic of Randall, I don't know if y'all know, but you know how everybody is. Everybody's going to go crazy about it. How do y'all – I mean, we all probably feel the same way. But how do y'all feel about, you know, Randall unfollowing basically damn near everybody except for his two kids' accounts, meaning he also unfollowed his own wife. He even deleted oh, mad pictures. Like, he deleted, like, the Christmas photo of Maybe all he got them. hacked. <laughs> nah. someone hacked his account bro no, you don't hack somebody's account but only follow the two kids bro <laughs> yeah bro. <laughs> so that that might give us a little opening of what's been happening like maybe him and his wife has been going through it low-key and that's probably what's caused this this like whole situation he follows, that he follows his newborn and his eight-year-old that's it. That's all he follows. Now, me, I'm not making a big deal of it. I look at it like he's trying to he's he's low key learning from his mistakes. He's trying to isolate things. But the thing that threw me off was like, all right, why did you delete so many photos? though? But and it was of your own family. Like it wasn't nobody else but you, your wife and your kids. He deleted those photos. So it's yeah, so like. I'm looking through his, yeah, man. I don't see no wife pictures on it. Yeah, like, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. He probably like, you know, I need to hide the wifey because of, you know, everything he went through. You know, he probably, him, you know, I don't know if y'all know, but Kendra, she got wild threats, all that. So that that's yeah, a lot dude. of you, you got. Yeah, bro. Like, they would, yo, the NBA fans be wilding, bro. Like, I understand you don't like certain players. You don't like what they're doing. But they be wild when they start taking into people's kids and they they you know they, nah, they, hell yeah. they, That's they yeah like taking into the kids the wives the husband whatever you want to call it like that's that's od like bro well, they don't play for the team yeah, <laughs> like, well Kendra definitely still has her pictures up with Randall so nah, I'm, doing, I'm doing I'm doing my little investigations over here <laughs> I'm trying to get to the bottom of he's this. going through it. I don't know what it is with Randall but he just going through it. Maybe it's the maybe it's the us versus. Him versus the fans thing getting to him. Maybe it's something else outside, but he obviously going through it. But not a lot. Maybe just a little something. Because when you see him it's, on the side, man, he looked pretty cordial to me. Nah, that's, bro. That's he needs in the games too early for me, man. And I'm, that's another thing I want to ask y'all about. Do y'all sense a, a a jealousy between Randall and RJ? Like, Randall's jealous of RJ from, from no, getting the recognition he's getting right now? You no, know, it's crazy. My brother said that a few weeks ago. He said, if you notice, um, sometimes Randall and um, Fournier, sometimes Randall and Fournier have moments where they try to phase him out. Yeah, they definitely do. That's a that's like not even on some like like low key. They do it in high key fashion. The urgency isn't the season. same. 
It's not. It's like it's it's like it's like it's programmed in the team to find Randall. It's programmed and and it's like instilled in everybody to find Randall, even when he's on the court. You got to find this man, like. Nah, but it looked like at certain times they was deliberately not passing him the ball. Not like OD, but it was a few times you peep it. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's anything to it, but it's happened a few times. I think like, I, why would you why would I, you phase RJ out? Like you said, every possession he said at least touch the ball at least once. I think he I think how Randall affects this team the most is through his attitude because he puts up the stats. You know what I mean? He's averaging 19, almost 10 boards. It's his it's it's his attitude. You know what I mean? Like it's you, you want to be here or you don't. Can you blame him? No, because he literally got booed in his own stadium. You know, that's a lot of shit to take. I get it. You got to get tough. You got to get tough skin to, to play in New York. He claimed to say that he's with it and that he's he's built for it. To be determined, I guess. But Nick fans, you gotta accept the fact he's gonna be here next year, or at least until so, the deadline. So my thing is this, right? Off season time. I don't know. Let's get I don't straight know. into it. How we feeling? What's what's your roster? Like, I want to hear the starting five and the bench with Randall being here, right? So start with Randall being here, and then start with Randall not being here. What is hmm. your, what is your starting five and your bench? Anyone you so, got to go first. Okay, That's so kind of hard, you know, because, like, to determine what the Knicks are going to do, you got to see what happens with the lottery first. Because I'm under the impression that we, the Knicks got a lot of young players, bro, if you really think about it. Half our roster is young players. It's Mitch. Assuming Mitch is going to be here next year. It's Mitch, Obi, RJ, Grimes, Quickly, Deuce. That's six young players. Don't That's no Cam, You got Cam Reddish. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. That's seven. Cam Reddish. That's seven young players. I'm assuming if the Knicks don't get into the top five, we're trading that pick for, for an established player and packaging it. But that's just me. Okay. All right. That's valid. That's valid. Me personally. Uh, I yeah, think go ahead. That Mitch walks. I think if Randall stays, Mitch walks. It's likely. It's likely. With, with the way Sims has been playing and with the numbers that Mitch want, I have a feeling that we're going to end up doing a sign and trade. We're going to actually end up going to get Bronson, even though a lot of people are down on him. So we will see Bronson at the point guard. And but this- I think he wants more money than Mitch, though. My thing That's is what this. I'm saying. Like, why don't when you, when you do a sign money? and trade, when you do a sign and trade, being how they would both be in their last contracts, that first initial contract, when you do a sign and trade, you don't have to sign them out the gate. You don't have to sign them to your team until midseason. That's when you have to really oh. give them a, Yeah, when you do a sign and trade, you don't have to do it until midseason when you got to actually sign them to your roster. Ah, so it's like it's like a free trial. <laughs> yeah, you get you get a couple of months before you gotta like like basically before that year is out, you have to go ahead and make sure like but basically before January first come you gotta sign you gotta figure out what you sign up because okay. technically they're still a part of that last year of their contract be you know like whether if you're an unrestricted free agent uh restricted free agent you gotta still finish out that year technically we would still be in the 2022 year. So, yeah, they would have to finish that up. But 
Me personally, if it was up to me, I would say this would be my starting five. I would say Tyus Jones is my point guard. Donovan Mitchell is my two. No, rephrase that. RJ is my two. Donovan Mitchell is my three. Randall's mm. my four. Mo Bamba's my five. So, my, you, so you think we keep it Randall? Yeah, I don't. I don't see Randall leaving right now. I don't see Randall leaving right now. I don't. I don't. I personally don't see it. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase it because I sounded kind of crazy. Tyus Jones at the one because I forgot. In order to get Donovan, Randall was a part of my 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 trade pack. So it'll be Tyus, RJ, Cam, um, Randall, Mobama, uh, D Rose, IQ, uh, Grimes. Ob and of course Sims is is your is your uh, backup center. Yeah. Now when Randall is gone, this is the lineup that I've seen that would actually work. Because no matter what, I I personally feel like if if Randall's gone, Mitchell's still gone regardless. Like no matter what, in both of my scenarios, Mitchell was gone. So my second one, and shout outs to you know Nick's combo on IG. I see in his joint, I was like, oh, this is a perfect lineup. I don't know how you made this happen, but it was perfect. He had a lineup where the starting five was Brunson, um, Mitchell, RJ, Obi, and Mobama. And I was like, that is a fire starting five. You get the point guard you need, that's shifty. You got RJ going back to you got uh, Donovan coming in as your new, you know, two guard. So that's your number one option. Then you got um, you got RJ still playing where he at. You got Obi sliding up. Then you got Mo Bamba. Then of course, in this situation, I'm assuming that D Rose he wouldn't play as much unless we really need him. So IQ would take D Rose's spot. Um, Grimes would take the two spot. Cam would take the three. Uh. As of the four, when we go get Donovan Mitchell, I'm assuming that he get packets also with Eric Pastow, the guy that played in um with uh, Golden State and then ended up getting traded to the Jazz because I'm assuming if Donovan, Donovan leaves, he's taking his boy with him. So he'll be a backup four. And then, you know, your five would be Sims. So that, that's my lineups. That's interesting. No, that's pretty solid. Yeah, it was like once I seen his once I seen Nick's combos take, I understood where he was going with it. Like, but like I said, realistically though, point guard wise, Tyus Jones, he's gonna end up being our point guard, and I don't see why anybody would be mad at that. Like that guy is still the five star general. When it comes to the draft, I feel like with this team, we're having so much young people. We don't need any more young people at this point. We don't. Yeah, we we don't need no more drafting at this point. We just gotta right now. It's time to build. You know what I mean? Yeah, like we got like, we got the pieces. We got the we got the manual. Now it's time to put time the, to make a move. Yeah, That's it's a time. But time to make real, a move. realistically, though, they're gonna try. They're gonna try. Like if if the face of the, the team, like if the face of the franchise is RJ and the, the keys get given to him, they're gonna try to do the Duke reunion. Like a lot of people say. If there's a trade package, you know there's a young piece that's going to have to go. And I always tell everybody, out of all the young pieces, it's going to be between um, Grimes and it's going to be it's going to be between Grimes and IQ. Those are the only two that's going to end up get, uh, getting packaged off now. From the way Randall played, you can guarantee Obi's not going nowhere. Um, 
from the way that Mitchell Mitchell wants a certain amount of bread, that's why you can tell Obi is still not going nowhere because Obi's either gonna replace Randall or he's gonna replace he's gonna replace Mitch, where we're gonna end up running a small ball lineup. Like either way, he's replacing either Randall or um or, or Mitch. One of them two. He's replacing one of them two and starting the starting lineup. So, like I said, realistically, Tyus Jones as your point guard, you figure out how to get Evan and Burks up out of here. So that way I think uh, we should keep I think we should keep Fournier. That's just my opinion. I mean, personally, I wouldn't mind. But the only way to do that is if you keep Evan, just like if you keep Evan or Burks, that means one of your young guys gotta go. It, it just has to happen. Now, if I'm looking at the Knicks and I'm looking at you trying to make RJ happy, you don't let Cam Reddish go. So Quentin Grimes will have to be the one that has to go because you damn sure are not trying to let IQ go. Or McBride. Yep. And that's another thing. Like, you're not trying to let McBride go because eventually you got to look at it like this. If some way, somehow they say, you know what, we're not going to go look for a point guard. IQ, you the starting point guard. Derrick Rose ain't going to be here forever. So who's going to replace D. Rose? Dude. There you go. So no matter what, when you do a trade, you always got to figure out who's going to be the guy that leaves. It's going to be either IQ or Quinn Grimes. One of them two is going to be the guy that leaves. Damn. That's tough. That's the, that's the, that's the, bad, that's the bad part of it all, man. We can't no, keep running. Fronts, 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 French, French, French. I love, bro. I love Fournier, man. For the deal we got him for, man. I would much rather keep Burks, honestly. I think Burks is a better option. Oh, and, and the reason being is Burks is a playoff performer, bro. Like, he's one of those dudes that shows up in crunch time. Yeah, the only reason he was shaky this year is because he was out of position. You but that's my thing, though. But that's my thing, though, bro. If, if you sit there, right, and you look at Burks, the fact that the whole world knows he's been played out of position, but you still look at a player like, yo, he can still – like give you everything you got. He's he's the number one guy that is gonna be in a trade package because no team will say no to him. No yeah, team so is gonna say no. He has value. And it's not gonna want him time high. I think personally with him and Evan, they got their values back up because uh with Randall being out, Burke's value has went up tremendously because he's showing that he can still do what he do. With Evan breaking that three-point record that we had for most threes in a season, that has his value go up because not only do you look at the value of him, you look at his contract. Look at how many – look at the numbers for current shooters right now in their contracts. Bro, niggas would take Evan Fournier's contract before they take a Duncan Robinson contract, any of these other shooters like – Joe English, Joe Harris, they don't want none of their contracts, but they'll take Evans' contract real quick, real quick. And I think only two years are guaranteed, right? If yeah. I'm not mistaken, two years. Two more years. Um, I don't know the I don't know the, the two price years on is it. Guaranteed. The other two is option. From what I from what I understand. Nah, the fourth year was optional. That's what. That's so, what so three, years, three years. Three years was guaranteed. The fourth year okay, was okay. optional. And that's, that's what threw everybody back. off. Yeah, that's what threw that's everybody off in the beginning. Because remember, he was supposed to be getting 78 million. But technically, if you cancel out that last year, 
He's only getting paid fifty six million uh, for for his whole three year stunt. So when you look at the numbers, you're like, wait, I got I'll, I'll take a 53, 56 million hit versus seventy eight. And he's been That's averaging. He's been contract. he's he's, contract. he's been so, shooting. So his, was he's been shooting his average. So like, and what you said with him breaking the record from what for like from right now from like if you see it from like what he's worth to like what you're like what you're getting for him like that's like you said easily easily tradable you can easily package that up for something valuable that's a fact but my thing is this who i so for noel evan burks even Randall, who y'all trading them for like we're gonna we're gonna need some type of knockdown shooter we're gonna need some type of offensive threat i mean from the like on the outside from the perimeter that's where Grimes come in because Grimes and Evan is the same kind of player. Just Grimes plays better defense. True. That's why it's like, look, maybe someone more developed though. You know what I mean? Someone more like, I guess, I guess Donovan would be the target. Should he become one? You know what I mean? Yeah. We need somebody to read. It's not official that he's a target. It's just rumored. Um, it's just out there that he said that it's possible that if they lose in the first round, he's going one out. That's wait and see. But should that happen, I guess he would be the target because we got the ammo to get him. But who are you trading to get him? That makes um, sense. And I it has guess, to be realistic too. Burks. No, I did. I guess I would I guess I would do Randall. You gotta put Burks in there. In. You gotta put Burks in there. So I would do Randall. Yeah, I guess so. Randall Grimes, Burks. Um and Damn. picks, however that works. I, I'm not really too good with the picks, but... Randall Grimes burst two first, two seconds. Or three first in a second. Oh, damn. You know, you know what I would dead do if they would take it? I would do... Me, personally, I don't think the Jazz want Randall at all, right? But then I'm looking at their team and what they need. Bro, I would do Noel... Cause they ain't got no backup center once, but once Gobert go out, I would do Burks because we already know they want Burks. He's going right back to where he's he's going right back to where he started. (laughs) I would do Evan, being that they're gonna need another shooter, and then on top of that, and it's gonna sound crazy. Not only would I do Evan, that's when I would add in Quentin Grimes plus the picks. So that way it's like, if you don't want to keep Evan, you still got a young guy. If you don't want to keep Burks, you still got a young guy. And you still got a center. And we done gave you two picks. Then on top of that, if you look at the pick slots, we're not going anywhere lower than the number 10 slot. Plus they get another first round pick. You could t- you could probably most guarantee they can draft Donovan Mitchell's replacement. That's definitely agreeable. Like you just, they just got to be careful of how they package it and like not make it into what James Harden deal was like. You know what I mean? Because Donovan Mitchell, it's gonna take a lot, but we have, we have like quality over quantity. You know what I mean? Like we have a lot of quality that we don't have to give up too much because the guys that we have can make such an impact. You know what I mean? That's so a- like, I wouldn't be surprised if we have enough to actually get Mitchell and maybe somebody else potentially, you know what I mean? Some, like some other like mid name player that we'd even see coming. You know what I mean? Like, Bro, that's with, why with I keep saying like, it's either we're going to end up with like a SGA Donovan type player 
a type player when it comes to like Tyus Jones, Bronson. And then on top of that, end up with like a center on some Obama crap. Like, oh, no, logistically, we could end up with three new players in the starting lineup. A point guard that we need, the star player to match with um with uh with RJ, plus the new stretch five that we quote unquote need. Yeah, that would be that's hitting all the marks right there. You just check them off the list. Because with like Obama, I think he only he's only he only wants like 10 million a year. Bro, I give Obama 10 million a year before I try to give Mitch some 15, and you can't even do much, bro. I'm nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not gonna lie though, we will be missing on his presence though. Mitch's presence in, on the defensive side of things, it's it's a different story. We'll miss it, start, but not but not too much. With Sims, with Sims playing, you ain't missing it too much, bro. He giving you the same thing and even better. Even better. I'm good. There's games to where Mitch hasn't even played and Sims played, and I forgot that Mitch was even hurt. I was like, yo, we killing right now. I'm good. <laughs> Almost like when Noel came in for him when Mitch got hurt. Exactly. Um, that's what makes it bad because it's not like this is the first time we've seen this. Like Noel showed you up. It's literally showing that because Noel got hurt, we got messed up when it came to getting position right. We didn't feel it's sad to say that we don't feel the same way when Mitch gets hurt. Like, oh, we can't make it. Like, bro, there's there's been different centers that came here while Mitch has been hurt and got us even more wins or made us better. Mitch has yet to do so. Yo, speaking of centers, yo, did y'all hear the, did y'all see the rumor of us potentially trading for KP? No, I told you from jump, man. I'm like, yo, if, if the only it's way. speculation, KP, bro. There's no way, man. Bro, the only way KP, uh, KP, KP could come back, bro, he got to take a pay cut, bro. He can't come back with, with the exactly why he left in the first place, didn't he? Because he didn't want to take the pay cut. Nah, he left in the first place because he thought that his brother was on point and telling her and, and thought he knew what's up. His brother cost yeah. him the keys his brother, to the his car. brother messed all that up. Yeah, yeah. like KP had the keys, brother. bro. He had the keys and his brother messed that up. And the KP being young and dumb, listening to his brother messed up his tenure in New York. That's because think about it. The same the same year he got traded, we was still we still no matter what was getting, we was still getting RJ Barrett, bro. Like so, KP messed that shit up. He messed that up. And mind you, we still was getting RJ Barrett. We still had Mitch Robinson on the roster. So it was like KP messed that up. Well, if we, I mean, KP is out of bat because we are looking for a stretch five, right? So if you compare Mo Bamba to KP, who do you want? I'll take Mo Bamba this time. (laughs) I would say more ball because he's first of all he's healthy. So there you Second go. Of all, he doesn't have that big of a contract, and he has the potential to actually get better because right now he's inconsistent as hell, especially on the defensive end. But what saves him is that he's a good shooter, and, then and on he's top not of that. like and he's, he's athletic for a big man, so he could he could get better. The potential is there. Right? You gotta respect he, he, he his shot. Him. That's he the most important game. thing, though. This is the most important thing, though. You gotta when he catches the ball on the perimeter, you gotta step up. To, you gotta step up on him. You can't move yeah. back. And then on oh, top and, of that, and, you got to remember the Magic situation. They got too many centers and they got too many guards. So don't be surprised, too, if we mess around and do a trade and you see Markel Fultz and you see Mo Bamba on the Knicks. I'm just saying, I'm like... On, I'm not too big on Fultz. Bro, wow. I like Fultz. Bro, Fultz, 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 F
Bro, that's a different type of ball game, bro. Folks and D Rose together. Folks basically has that D Rose intensity with him when it comes to attacking the paint, reading certain plays. He's like six four. His IQ was up there. The only thing that we cared about Folks was his shooting. And me personally, when it comes to like the way this team is ran and what the talent we have, there's certain there's certain positions that you don't need. Like I don't need a scoring point guard. We need a Pass, pass first point guard on this team. When it comes to being a, a five guard, we really don't need a stretch five. We need a traditional center that has a back-to-the-basket game. We don't really need a stretch five. We don't. We truly don't. We just need a center that can do what they do, but not clog the damn paint. Unfortunately, Mitchell clogs the paint no matter what. Like You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, honestly, I, yeah we need, honestly, yeah. We need like a Tim Duncan type of center. I, I fucking I preached that on Nick's Anonymous. Like his Mitch's thing is he's good. It's just that say like his Mitch's game actually affects Randall too in a way because Mitch being in the paint and being able to do nothing else at all means that you know they're big man. All they have to do is just pretty much to stand there. So whenever somebody goes to the basket, it's always a double triple team. But now if you have a stretch five, you no matter if he's shooting or not. If you're watching film, like these guys are professionals, you know what I mean? They got, they have to respect the fact that this, that Mo Bamba is going to pull this shot if I don't step on him. And that's a fact. You know and what I mean? See so, it now. You see it to the point where Mo Bamba goes to shoot and you see guys really out there to go get him. They're like, nah, bro, I'm not. I know how Mo Bamba give it up. And that little change makes a big difference, man, because now, now that paint is open. Now that paint is wide open. RJ's already dominating with the paint clogged. Imagine what he can do with it open. You know what I mean? That's a fact. But another good thing about Mo Bamba, he a Harlem cat. So he's going to be able to handle New York. New York native. Yeah, exactly. We need more of those on the Knicks. <laughs> Y'all know how that go, man. Y'all know how that go. And it's funny because RJ's, RJ's Canadian. They're like portrayed as soft. Ha. <laughs> Until until certain ones <laughs> came with the break that stereotype. <laughs> nah, but it's true though. That's what they call them. That's definitely what they call them. But look, with the last two minutes, right before we go ahead and chop this whole thing and end it up, what do y'all realistically want to see in this offseason? Just keep it short and simple, like no details. Just point at the point. What do y'all want to see happen this offseason? Um. So it looks like we're we're letting Mitch walk. So like let's say let's say we let's let's say we let Mitch walk. Um, I would like to see a stretch five if we because we're gonna have to replace Mitch. So I don't I don't think the Knicks should replace Mitch with another Mitch. I think they should upgrade. You know they I don't know if it should be Mo Bamba, but I'm just saying a stretch five in general. Whether we draft one, whether we trade for one, we need a stretch five to replace him. Okay. Other than that, a point guard, Stevie. Um, if we the top five, draft somebody. I don't know who, but we got to draft either, like you said, a stretch five or a point guard. Um, if we're not in the top five, trade that pick for an established player, preferably Donovan Mitchell if he's available. Uh, Mo Barber sounds like a good option. And in a perfect world, I'm keeping Mitch and signing Mo Barber as his backup. But that's a perfect world. I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately. Is a is a big possibility Mitch might walk and he might walk to the Pistons is the big rumor. So yeah, I guess. Wow, what a steal! 
Yeah. In a perfect world, man, what I'm doing is I'm letting Mitch walk. I'm signing Mo Bamba. I'm giving RJ that bag. I'm giving Cam that bag midseason. I'm picking up Tyus Jones. I'm finding a way to get Donovan Mitchell. And we're going to let these boys go to work. That's what we're going to do. You feel me? In a perfect world. (laughs) In the words of LJ, man, we need that third chip. You feel me? That third chip. But that's in a perfect world and a perfect dream. But you never know. We can achieve it really, really soon. Just depends on how hard we stay focused, how hard we stay dedicated to the drive. And just letting R.J. Barrett get the keys and letting these young boys run wild because we see what these young boys can do, man. We see what these young boys can do. But shout-outs to everybody that's been tuning in every week. I love y'all for that. Thank you for the support. Y'all already know, man, next Friday will be my last episode for this season. Then the next season will pick back up. Yes, it will pick back up ping-pong day. Ping pong day. We are back with season three of Nick and 30. But again, next week will be my last episode for this season. I'm going to try to have a whole bunch of special guests for this last season. So I'm tapping in with somebody every day as soon as I can, getting a little peace. So look out for it. Look out for it. Other than that, make sure y'all keep going to VentureSeasonNetwork.com. Make sure y'all tap in. Make sure y'all get in tune with that because it's super, super lit. I'm still going to have some special coverage coming out during the summer. I might do workout videos, meaning like I might sit there, look at some videos, tell you what they're working on, if it's really going to be effective. Uh, give you different news updates. Make sure y'all tap into the Twitter at K-N-I-C-K-N-3-0. Make sure y'all tap into the Instagram at K-N-I-C-K-N underscore three zero. Make sure y'all get in tune. Stay in tune with everything. Remember, VentureSeasonNetwork.com. Tap in, tap in, tap in. But what more can we say about this, man? Our young guys are going in. As I stated earlier, I feel like our point guard just needs to be either IQ or we need to go just get Tyus Jones. But, hey, if we could trade for a star guard, meaning a point guard or a shooting guard, as an SGA Donovan Mitchell, I'm on board for that, too, as long as we don't got to sell a house. And when I say sell a house, we have affordable contracts with these veterans. Let's try to go ahead and find the best possible package with that. Uh, as we also stated on this pod, everybody's going crazy about the whole Randall situation with him deleting almost everybody off his Instagram, deleting pictures. It's not that deep, folks. Hey, if he leaves, that's what y'all wanted, right? So let it rock. If he don't leave, y'all just be nitpicking now. Now y'all nitpicking like, bro, keep it strictly basketball, okay? If it ain't basketball related, then who cares? Like, who cares? It's Instagram. It's a social media platform. If that's what he chose to do, that's what he chose to do. But at the end of the day, <laughs> he could do all that and still be on his team. And then what y'all going to do? Complain about that. Stop nitpicking, y'all. Stop nitpicking. It's all good. Like, relax. It's not that deep. Also, like I had stated, but give me one moment. We got to take a moment of silence for Mitch. All right, back to it. When it comes to Mitchell Robinson, like I said before earlier into this, I don't think Mitch is staying. He's been out quite some time, uh, even if even if it's been non-COVID-related issues. Nah, the, with the rise of Jericho Sims, I think Mitch is going to end up walking just for the package 
of the price that he wants. And I don't think we're going to pay him for that just because we have this young guy, Sims, in a way he's developing, showing his rise to start. Well, not start him, his rise to a solidified spot in the rotation for next season. So I don't know, Mitch, if your price don't go down, I think you're going to walk. So if it does, I'm going to just say it now. Shout outs to you. Thank you for your services. And I just wish you could have stayed healthy, man. If you would have stayed healthy, they would have gave you that bag no matter what. Like that that's just me. That's just how I feel about it. Even if they even if they do give you the bag, hey man, come back and come with a vengeance. You feel me? Work on that free throw shot, get some post game moves a little bit, you feel me, and just get to work. But definitely for you, you gotta get your free throw percentage up. Like if you wanna be involved in the offense so much and you don't have really that many tools to the trade. You got to at least get that free throw percentage up, bro. You got to at least be in the 80s for the type of play you play. But, hey, man, some people don't listen to me. Some people be feeling like I'll just be a little absurd and obnoxious. But it is what it is. It's the facts. Like, Mitch, you got to do more. We got to do more. But, like I said, I don't, I don't see Mitch staying here. As of the vets, uh, probably the only one that really does stay is Evan Fournier. Uh, again, I don't consider... Randall as a vet when it comes to this team. He's supposed to be the face of the team. So I can't really call Randall, but the way it's looking, he might just be on his way out the door. And if we trade Randall, Randall definitely better get us an all-star caliber player back because no matter what, we can't take away the fact that he was an all-star, second all-NBA team, most improved player. So, And he still was dropping and averaging his usual 20, 10, and 5. So regardless of a bad season, he still put up the same kind of numbers. The only thing that really dipped was his field goal and his three-point percentage, you know. But that's what happens when you take crazy shots and you're just shooting the ball all day. But, again, with him, I'm at the point where it's a toss-up. If he stays, he got to understand he got to defer. If he leaves, we got to get another quality guy back. We can't just give him away for a bag of chips or an expiring contract. That's what I'm not doing. We have a bunch of vets for that. Like, if we wanted to trade for an expiring contractor like John Wall or Westbrook, that's where we have Noel, we have Burks, we have Evan Fournier. You know, you can trade those guys for an expiring contract. We're not trading a Julius Randle for an expiring contract. That's that's stupid as hell. Just like just letting Mitch walk for free is stupid as hell. Like, there's certain moves that people say that just don't make sense. So let's just get it together. Let's just enjoy these last two games we have. I'm assuming that today or I think today is one of our second to last game. And I think Sunday is officially our last game to the T. So let's just be happy. Let's just understand that RJ has taken the leap that we thought he would take. And it's going to be a lit year four for him. I definitely Nick's organization give that man his extension as soon as the summer hits, as soon as you are eligible to give it to him, give that man his extension. Let that man get the keys. Let's start the summer right. You know what I'm saying? Cam Reddish, I need you to lock in with Drew. I need you to go ahead and get in the lab with RJ and Drew. Get prepared because I want to see you get crazy next year. 
Quentin Grimes, I definitely hope that your knee situation gets better. I want you to turn up, McBride, get in the lab, IQ, OB, all of our young boys. Get in the lab. It's time to go crazy. And like I said, as of Julius Randle, if you're going to stay here, man, get your mental right, get your ass back in the lab yourself, and come back with a vengeance. Because this year was definitely unacceptable. Other than that, we just got to do what we got to do, y'all. Like... It's going to be one hell of an offseason again. We got a whole bunch of young pieces. We got a lot of picks. We don't know how the ping pong situation is going to be. We could be top five. We could be top ten. So we got to look out for that because this waiting for that is really going to tell you the way we're going to end up moving. If we get a top five pick, you can guarantee that Jaden Ivory is on this team. If we don't get a top five pick, you can guarantee that that pick will be traded. And even if we do get a top five pick, depending on the situations that play after that, meaning like the playoffs and just how the finals turn out, that'll give you somewhat of an idea how we're going to move that top five pick if we do move it. So it's a lot of things that come into this situation. Just be prepared. Just make sure y'all lock in. Make sure y'all stay tuned. Again, with these last two games, there's no reason to get mad. Just sit there, enjoy the show. And gear up for next season, y'all, because that's all we can do. We not going to the playoffs, but at the end of the day, you got to look at it like this. The Lakers ain't going either. So which more? Which one seems a little bit more high strung and a little bit more of the, damn, I feel bad for my team. I think the Lakers would be a highly, highly, highly way more upset than the Knicks. Bro, you have like four or five Hall of Fame players on that team, and y'all couldn't get the job done. So, hey. Shout outs to us for being Nick fans, because at least we got the right direction of losing. You know what I'm saying? We got young pieces, development, you know what I'm saying? Getting to where we need to be. Not already having a type of team that should be chasing a championship. So I'm just saying, man, I'm just saying the road is high. The road is looking good. We just got to stay the course, get a sound set direction and really just make things move. Just make things move, but don't overplay it. Other than that, we're going to be super good. We're going to be super great. Like I told y'all before, again, this season is coming to an end. Next Friday will be the last episode for season two. Season three will pick back up yet again. Ping pong day. Uh, I want to say ping pong day is a little bit later in this month or sometime in May. But just know it will it will season three will pick back up ping pong ball day. That will be the first episode. And then from there, every Friday, I'll be dropping a new episode. But that first initial day of that ping pong ball day, I will be dropping an episode to start out the season. Then we're going back to the normal schedule of me dropping every Friday. And then we just lit from there, man. Just look out, man. I'm going to definitely still make sure I drop some work. Make sure you're, t- you're tapping with me on Twitter and IG. I gave y'all those already, so make sure y'all tap in. Make sure y'all go to TheVentureSeasonNetwork.com. Because while I'm on a break from Nick and 30, you know, we still got Venture Season Podcast. Still going to be rolling with that. We still got When the Homies Talk. Still going to be rolling with that. For all the people that love past, present, future, we coming back with a bang. And we'll be doing the last episode as well for that to end out this season and we still coming back for next season so look out for that it's super lit y'all super lit man but in the words of yeah guy man she got dope the phenom aka trippy og whichever you prefer just make sure y'all tap in make sure y'all stay in tune 
We love you on this side, man. Without y'all, there's no Venture Season Network. Other than that, y'all be real. It's all love. I'll catch y'all next Friday for the last episode. Gang, gang.